0: Go live down here. Yeah, have you got the Queen? Yep, yep, they're both live. Okay. Hi, guys, I think we're live now. Sorry about that, we were playing around. So we're going live now. Uh, that's all good. We've been I've been talking away to myself for the last seven or eight minutes. So um, we've got a, a new PowerPoint presentation up and I didn't quite hit the right button. So um, I know what to do next time. So I uh, apologize for that. Welcome to Thirsty Thursday. My name's Justin May. Um, here's my Thirsty Thursday drink. I'm still into the Pioneer beers from Cargo. There we are. Uh, I'll go this way. So this is a cargo gold, and it's quite a nice drop. So it's a bit like forex gold, except nicer. Micro brewery, so it's awesome. And that's a really nice beer too. So what are you guys drinking? Just let me know in the in the Q and A in the questions and and uh, in the chat. That'd be awesome to know what you're you're drinking tonight. Whether it be a cup of tea, coffee, coffee, a beer, a wine, or a, Cider or water or whatever. It's um, yeah. I like to have a beer on Thursday night. And um, yeah. Just uh it's just nice to relax. I'll I'll finish it off at the end of the q a But it's um, yeah. Just nice to relax with it with a beer after a hard day's work. So anyway, guys, we're live again, and today's subject is Clipper reviews. So um, being a shearer for thirty odd years, thirty one or thirty two years now. I started when I was sixteen. Learned how to shear it. Um. TAFE College here in uh, Orange, New South Wales, and learned out at the Australian National Field Days, um, doing, the, doing the course of farm technology, um, and uh, then did, did other courses um, going through my shearing career, but that's where I learned how to shear, and my uncles um, taught me how to shear as well, so that was when, I'm, when I was 16, I'm now 48, so it's 32 years ago, so time flies when you're having fun. but. Um, I remember when I had bought my first handpiece after that course um, back in those days that uh, handpiece was worth about two fifty dollars now they're worth those they same sort of mechanical handpieces are worth around about eight or nine hundred dollars so inflation's certainly gone up. Um, but I bought I was influenced obviously by um, what other people had said and I'd gone to the Australian National Field days in uh, November at the time and I uh, <laughs> had bought had been looking at a gun shearer who was promoting um, a brand of shearing machine that I'd never heard of before, but he was blazing it off and, and shearing beautifully up on stage, and I thought, well, that's the one for me, I'm gonna get that. He makes it look so easy, it must be the clipper, um, the handpiece that makes it look easy. So um, I decided I was gonna buy that handpiece and went ahead and bought it, and next year when I started shearing full time, um, after I finished the farm technology course, um, I started using that clipper and of course it got hot and it didn't have spare parts. Um, and I, the first day I had 11 blisters and it wasn't a pleasant experience. I had my hands taped up and it was not a nice experience at all and um, I could hardly hang on to the handpiece. I soaked my hands in Condy's crystals that night because that's what all the old shearers told me to do and um, put methylated spirits uh, on them to help dry them out and burst them all and it was uh, quite sore. so. If any of you guys have had um, sore hands from um, hot clippers or um, anything like that, you'll know what it's like. It's not a pleasant experience. So that was a, that was one of the hardest eight hour days of, of my life, I think, um, using a hot handpiece um, all day and and uh, just having very, very raw, Green hands and and um, they soon toughened up after that. Thankfully, a, a mate of mine who was shearing next to me, a gun shear himself, um, he lent me one of his shear his hand pieces, and I was able to use it the next day. Thank goodness, and and uh, the blisters healed, and and uh, that's the, yeah, I just got on with shearing, so that was good. But it's important to know the the clipper that you're buying and what you're getting in for. Um, a lot of small farmers and. Um, professional farmers alike um, they, they might buy a, an electric clipper um, or a mechanical clipper and those clippers uh, you need to buy the right one for the type of sheep goat or alpaca that you've got so um, we'll go. that's what we're going to go through tonight is doing clipper reviews the type of animals that you might have the type of clippers that you buy which will be best so you don't end up like I was when I was basically starting out and um, as a professional shearer, I ended up with eleven blisters on my on my right hand from shearing sheep. It wasn't a pleasant experience. And with the right um, knowledge and the know-how and which clipper to buy, um, you can avoid those experiences that I had. And as as time moved on, you, um, and I became a professional shearer, and uh, I was a I'm a professional shearer to this day. Although I don't shear full time now, I just shear in the springtime. Um, your your knowledge gains. Uh, you get more and more knowledge about um, different hand pieces different electric clippers and and um, and it's something you you learn over time so if you're new to shearing or you want to shear your own sheep or you've had trouble shearing your own sheep goats or alpacas this could be good for you because um, it's not easy going at it if you haven't had the experience and you don't know why you're not getting a cut why your handpiece is getting hot where you should be oiling it um, and all of those types types of essential questions in order to get the fleece off the animal that you're shearing. So we've set up today um, um, a slideshow for the first time, which is good, so I've got a um, PowerPoint slideshow to go through with the shearing clippers and I've also got more, all of my clippers lined out alongside me on a desk ne- next to me as well, so we can go through and have a look at all, all of those ones as well and, and I can tell you which ones I like which ones I don't like. Um, they're good bits, they're bad bits. And and uh, you, if you guys can let me know what type of clippers you have, we can go through um, any questions that you have. And, um, and so I've just put a, um, I've opened up the questions now. So if you have any clippers out there that you wanna um, let me know that you have, um, then I, I may have used them, I may not have, um, but I can certainly give you an idea of Um, the type of clipper that it is, and you can let me know how it works for you guys, uh, that clipper as well, um, whether it's an electric one or a a mechanical one. So, I shall go now over to the slideshow. So, and we will go here. So, here we are, uh, shearing clipper review for the shearers post, so. So, two types of shearing clippers, well, well there's the electric clipper um, and within the electric clipper you've probably got um, two types within those. You've got the ones that run off 240 volts um, mains power and you've got the other one that runs off um, the, uh, just the battery powered. and you've got different types of battery ones as well. Um, ones that sort of sit on your hip on a belt, another one that just plugs into the back end of a clipper and they've, they've both got their advantages and disadvantages and we'll go through those and you've also got the mechanical clipper, and that's what a lot of professional farmers would use. Um, mostly, nearly all professional shearers would use it, except maybe if you're turning up to do a few sheep here and there. Um, like me, if I'm doing a small mob of sheep, um, up to sort of five or 10, um, I will I will just bring my electric clipper, um, which is one of these ones here. Um, that's my Bayouin one. I've got three of them here. Well, I've got four of them here tonight, but. Um, that's the one I use um, for sheep goats and our a lot of the time um, but I've got a Lister and Heinegger one here as well but um, so the mechanical clippers they're all always used mostly used by um, professional shearers and um, they run faster at the cutting edge they, uh, the comb and cutter run across the, the edge a lot faster so they uh, they're going to get a crisper cut through the wool um, you'll still get a nice crisp cut through the wool on an electric clipper but It'll be a slower cut, so you can't push it as far as as fast. But the professional shearers get paid by the amount of sheep they shear uh, per day, so they're looking to maximise production through using a mechanical um, mechanical gear rather than and than an electric uh, gear. Um, types of um, so yeah, put down what type of um, shearing clipper you own, whether it's a 240 volt electric battery. Um, or mechanical and what brands that you have. So that'd be awesome to know and we'll go through those after the PowerPoint and um, you can let me know the type of clippers that you have and uh, I'll see if I can put up a poll as well so um, we can see um, which ones out there have what type of clippers. So, um, so the two types of electric clippers, here we go, the 240 volts and the battery powered. So these um, are the 240 volt clippers that we have here so the top one is a Bayouan. Well, in Australia we call it Bayouan. In other parts of the world, I think it's called a RAM and might have different um, uh, different other, other names in different other countries. But uh, here in Australia, it's a Bayouan 240 volt. Um, and underneath it um, is um, that one there, the, the orange one. That's a Bayouan ishia. So that's a less expensive one. It's a bulkier clipper to hang on to. Um, so that's something to consider when you're looking at a clipper is how big your hand is and, and it's a bit cheaper, the, the, the orange one underneath. Uh, the the blue one there is a um, Heinegger and you get a list of one that's very similar to that as well. They are different clippers and they do have different attributes, but um, uh, that one's a Heinegger and the one next to it is a Bayouen, um, as well, but it's, it runs straight up onto the 240 volt. It doesn't need a... Um, inverter. Um, The top one needs an inverter, the bottom one doesn't, it just plugs straight into your power supply and away you go. So here's the battery operated ones. Um, The the one on the left-hand side, it it, um, hooks up to your car battery or motorbike battery. So if you're out in the paddock and you need to crutch a sheep um, or do something with your sheep out in the paddock, um, you can hook those alligator leads up to your battery. And, um, and that will get your clipper going. So that's very handy. Um, it's quite economical to buy as well. The middle one is the Bayouin um, battery operated one. It's like a gun holster um, that it has there. So um, you can run around and catch a sheep or walk up and down a race and dag a few backsides with it. It's quite portable. You can even shear a sheep with it in the yards. Um, I personally like that one a lot. It's very portable, and also this handy piece on the right hand side. Um, they're the two most expensive ones that you will buy um, if you're looking at electric clippers, um, because they've got the the higher powered battery, which will last sort of two or three hours on those, and um, and they're quite portable. So they're they're two very nice hand pieces. The handy pieces. Um, it's a it's got a list of brand. Um, Handpiece um, on it, um, and it's got the mechanism at the back um, for converting it and uh, running it from a, um, a, a hip-based battery. And uh, the same with uh, the Bayouin one. So they're they're all very handy handpieces for out and about in the field or in the sheepyards, um, or yeah, any situation where you're out and about in in and around uh, your livestock. So the advantages uh, of your 240 volts, obviously very portable. Um, me, myself, um, I I take them if I'm doing small jobs of, of shearing for neighbours or, or people on my contract run. Um, if I've got sort of three, four, five, up to 10, I will take the 240 volt and just shear, shear away. I don't have to set up a heavy overhead gear with a mechanical handpiece. Um, by the time I did that, I probably got four or five shorn. And so they're very portable, easy to set up. Um, The cost price is less compared to a mechanical handpiece, Um, although they do vary a lot. So there's different brands, Um, no brands of course as well, Um, an ideal for goats and for sheep, goats and alpacas. So um, that's the 240s and the disadvantages. um, You obviously need mains power for the 240 volts. So if you're way over in the paddock and you haven't got mains power, you haven't got a generator with you, you uh, yeah, you can't use them. Uh, so the cord can get caught in the, in the sheep's legs. Um, so you gotta be mindful of that. And um, there is a way to help prevent getting the cord caught in sheep's, in the sheep's legs. And that's to hang the electric cord above your head rather than let it be flailing about on the ground. So if you can hang it up, above your head like an like a mechanical down tube then you'll get hung you'll get less hang ups in sheep's legs or goat's legs than you would um, if you just leave leave the power cord on the ground um, so you can cut the cl- the clipper cord too so you want to make sure your shed's got um, safety attributes as well um, within the within the shed so cut out switches and that type of thing I've never I've never cut the cord, never gone close to cutting the cord, but it could happen if a sheet kicks. Um, so you wanna make sure you've got cutout switches whenever you're using them. Um, and the clipper motor will, will burn out a lot quicker than a big overhead um, mechanical handpieces. Um, so you've gotta bear in mind it's a small motor on the back end of a clipper, um, within the clipper, and it will burn out a lot quicker. Um, although in saying that, my Bayouin, um Clipper, it's done about a uh, thousand sheep. My two hundred and forty volt Bayouin, it's very handy, and I'm sure the Lister and the and the Heinegger ones would do the same as well. They're 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 high quality machines as well. Some of them can be very bulky to handle compared to um, a mechanical handpiece. Uh, that Bayouin one is the same width as a mechanical handpiece or, or um, circumference is a mechanical handpiece, but it's got the extra length on the back end of it. So you've got to be mindful that it's going to be longer and a lot of other clippers are, are a lot bulkier, probably double as bulky and they do vibrate, especially, um, yeah, some of the cheaper versions, they vibrate badly and they've, and they've got an, a, a very loud noise too, which um, you've got to think about your animals and your ears as well. So brand comparisons. So this is always a good one because um, I've tried a lot of clippers, and I've um, yeah we've in the past we've sold um, a lot of clippers as well, and uh, we made sure that we were always selling quality clippers. And we um, we've tried the ones on eBay and Amazon, and uh, we were getting those ones pretty right when we were importing those, but we don't do that anymore. Um, and uh, I'll show you, show you one that the ones you can get, and you guys might have them. Um, that's an eBay one, so it's quite bulky. You can see, um, I will just click over to full screen. Um, so that one there, so it's quite bulky. That's I've got a fairly sizable hand, and that won't that like it's still fairly bulky and it's still heavy. Like, that's, that's quite heavy. If I grab my Bayon one, um, you can see the, the two different sizes of those two. And look, here's a, here's a Lister one, which is approximately the same size as, uh, um, as the, the Heinegger one. And they're much less bulky than the eBay ones or the Amazon ones as well. These are much quieter. They run on this. Um, these are very, very noisy. And um, they run on the same um, cog system, um, the, the eBay ones to the Heinegger and the Lister ones. So they've sort of vibrate in the in the head like that, and these will vibrate as well, but not as bad as these um, eBay ones. They and Amazon ones they vibrate a fair bit. And another thing, which we'll go over next week, is comb and color selection. But you've got to be mindful that when you're buying um, an eBay or an Amazon Clipper, um, that the comb and cutter won't come sharpened. And the comb and cutter are very, very poor quality. So you'll get your clipper f- off eBay and you'll think, you beauty, I'm gonna go out and crutch or dag or shear a sheep or go to our alpaca. You go to run a blow and it just basically won't do a thing. It won't cut, um, you might wind the tension right down to see if it'll cut, but it won't. the The blades aren't sharp, they're a generic blade. The teeth are too thick. won't even go through the wool smoothly and so if you are to use one of these you'd have to change the blades to a name-brand blade even if you sharpen these ones they're going to be really hard to go into so you need to be able to um, identify if you're going to get one of these buy quality blades when you buy one of these these will be cheap you might get them for 90 to 150 bucks Um, but the blades won't work they'll vibrate a lot they might be good for one or two sh- sheep per year for for several years um, but you've got to get the, you've got to get blades for them so um, very very important otherwise they're no use buying um, Very they can be very frustrating and not and if you're new to shearing or you've never done shearing and you want to try it this is very something important to remember Whereas if you're going to buy a Lister or a Heinegger one their blades come sharpened they have good blades. Um, it goes smooth through the wool and you know they're going to work straight out of the box and um, when you re-grind them, re-sharpen them or get them re-sharpened they're going to come up beautifully again and you're going to be able to use them time and time again after you re-sharpen them whereas those eBay ones they're, um, they are may as well not put them on them. So anyway that's, um, that's my two bobs worth because some of the gear that comes out of China is quite Dreadful, the Clipper itself can work and can work for a long period of time quite well. You might get hundred sheep out of it or several goats and alpacas, um, but yeah, comes and cutters, um, you just need to buy good sets. So um, we have the Lister Scorpion, um, that's that one, and the Heine- Heinegger Express and the Bayouin 240. So they're the ones I'm going to do um, a review on tonight. So we'll go to the next one. So that's uh, well that's the e shear we've got that down as the eBay Amazon generic one. That's um that's the e shear by Bayuan and it's a it's a it's a nice clipper. It's good for if you've got four or five sheep and maybe a couple of alpacas. It's um uh, but this is we're talking about this one here. This is the um this is the eBay one. So I've just spoken about it. So we'll move on. Um go down here and that's your, that's your Lister. Now, I've done a couple of shearing demonstrations with the Lister and the Heineggen. They both work really, really well. And they're smooth in the, hand, the the head of it vibrates a little bit, which I don't mind because they're, the, the motor's built in and they've got the big cog system at the front of the clipper um, that makes the comb and cutter uh, work um, side to side. So that's what causes a bit of the vibration, but they're very well made one thing i did notice about the the lister though is i'll go to full screen again if you can just bear with me is they have this bit at the at the bottom of it and wool this bit here cools the cools the motor and you can get wool up in there and you've got to be careful about that um so You've got to make sure the wool falls away from you properly, and you're not getting too many second cuts. You keep your comb and cutter flat on the skin, and the wool won't get up in there. But if you're new to shearing, and the wool gets up into there, that's where your um, your cogs are that run your that come from your motor that run your comb and cutter on the side like that. That can get clogged up. We've noticed that gets clogged up through that air vent, and you've got to take it apart through these um, screws here to uh, get uh, to to Take all the um, grit and the and the excess uh, wool out of there. So that can happen. We noticed it happened the other day, but when I was doing my demos um, on the she- shearing video, it didn't happen to me, and I, I was very impressed with this handpiece. So um, that's the Lister Scorpion. It runs at around about. Look, all of these run very similar in revs per minute with blades going across. Uh, Runs sort of 26, 27, 2800 revs per minute. That's not the revs per minute when you've got these clippers. is not really the most important thing. It's the power generated by the by the little motor in the back end. So if the if the motor's powerful and well made, you're going to be able to glide. If you've got the right comb and cutter on, you're going to be able to glide through it. So um, so that's the Lister Scorpion. I like the Lister. It's a, it's a good brand. Um, it's just got that little bit of a um, the, where, where the air comes through. It's a good thing where the air comes through and cools the motor because that, that little motor is doing a lot of work and it's in hot conditions in the shed a lot of the time. Um, and it's, um, it, it's cutting through dense wool. So it's a good idea where that, where that air vent is, but you've just got to be mindful that wool can get caught up in there. It does keep the clipper cooler though. So you've got to remember that you don't want You know, 11 blisters like I had when I first started shearing. So we'll move on to the next one. Here's the Heinegger. Oh, that Lister one also, um, it has a, it. has two speeds. So it has a slower speed. If you wanted to shear um, goats, for instance, because goats don't have lanolin in them and uh, your handpiece was getting hot on the higher speed, that's a great aspect with this Lister one. It um, has two speeds, so the first speed runs at, say, 23, 2400 revs per minute, per minute, and the second speed runs 2800 revs per minute, or thereabouts. It's it's a slower speed compared to the second speed, so um, it'll make your comb and cutter last a lot longer in non-lanolin um, type animals like goats and alpacas. This guy here, the Heinegger 240, the Express, it doesn't have two speeds, it just runs at about that 26, 2800 revs per minute. Um, it's a very nice handpiece, nice and smooth in your hand like the Lister. Um, it's got that nice feel to it. It's this, it's this one here, I've got it here. Um, I'll go over to um, full screen again. So that's it. It's a nice clipper. It's, it's, it's not as bulky as the eBay ones either. There's your your vents at the back and that's going to keep the air cool at the back for your uh, air circulating for your motor. Um, And another thing to remember is all these good brand ones have very strong entry points for your power into the back end of the clipper. So inevitably you're going to get a sheep that's going to kick the cord and and that cord will play on the back of your clipper. And so if that's got a nice, solid, um, well-made, bit going into the back of your clipper, you want that so it doesn't end up coming out and stretching your electric cords where they can fray and cause trouble or just um, cut out and not work. So that's an important thing, both the Lister and the Heinegger do have that. So that's that. Both these clippers are around about the same price. The Heinegger might be a little bit more expensive. Um, One's British made and one's uh, Swiss made, so you can guarantee their quality. Both come under warranty have their own warranties, and um, you, you read those warranties. So that's them. You've got your oil points on that one, very similar to the to the um, Lister one. Um, so you've got to oil your handpiece correctly. Oil goes in there, tip it upside down. Oil goes into your tension nut, into your tension sleeve. Put oil down into here. Oil your chicken feet and your comb and cutter. So there's not much oiling, but it's essential. You do oil them. So I do like I do like both of those clippers, but this Heiniger one, it doesn't have that gap at the bottom for the for, to keep it cool. It has these air vents at the back here, to for, for it to get cool, stay cool. Um, you must be very mindful. These clippers can get hot, um, depending on what you're shearing. Be mindful of your tension. It's another thing we can go over um, in, in later in later um, Q and A's is uh, how to set up a handpiece in your clipper and how to adjust your tension so it's not there's not too much tension, which will make your clipper hot, and there's not too little tension, which will make you not get a cut through your wool. So um, that's something that can be learnt and um, very important. Now I will get the questions um, probably at the end, well I will at the end, so if you can bear with me, if you can, Right, um, keep your questions coming, and um, just, uh, I'll go through the PowerPoint first of all. So here's your, your Bayou one, this is the one that I mostly use when I'm using, when I'm out and about shearing small mobs of sheep. Um, so that's my one here, and you'll notice that I always put uh, what they call a curling tooth comb, just like that comb is on the, on the pitcher. I don't usually use the straight tooth combs. Um, I find the straight tooth combs don't cut as much wool off as I would like being a professional shearer. And I can use a straight, uh, the curling t- uh, tooth comb. Um, I, can, I can use the specific one for the specific breed, which we'll go over next week in choosing the right uh, shearing comb and cutter for your clipper. Um, and uh, that's why I like using the curling tooth comb. I don't like um, these straight ones i'll show you what i mean by the straight ones it's it's those ones they work fine they're good that's a Bayouan one sharpens out of the factory and will go straight straight away but i would rather um use a curling tooth comb um, just like this one here i'd rather use that one there um, because i can choose which bevel i'm using for the right type of sheep i'm shearing i can get a a wider cut, that's about a 95 millimetre, this is only 76 millimetre. I'll take more wool off, um, and I'll be able to just shear the sheet better with this curling tooth comb. So that's the U1 240 volt. Um, that's the motor at the back end. As you can see, this one here, they've updated this. You can see mine here, I've gotta take mine to the electrician and get that sorted out. That was an issue that they were having, but now they make a much stronger back end going into the motor for um, for your, for your uh, power cord so that's a problem there that needs to be fixed up before I shear any more sheep. Um, you have your on/off switch there and the Heinegger uh, Heinegger and the and the Lister one have them on top. so that's uh, that's the difference. That's a 150 uh, 150 watt little motor at the back. I like this because it's a smaller grip um, it is longer. If it was a mechanical handpiece, that that motor wouldn't be on the back end. It would be just cogs, Um, but I like like this. It's easy to manoeuvre manoeuvre around a sheep. It is heavier on the back end, but it runs nice and smooth, and um, and it's just a conventional handpiece. It has to be oiled in there. Um, If you don't oil that, she'll get really hot. You must oil that at least every couple of hours that you use it, Um, just a few drops of oil in there. So that's very important and into the barrel and they've got oil points here, and uh, tension post and cup here, and uh, in here you put the oil, and on your giggle pin down in there, and on your chicken feet, um, you do all the oiling there. So we'll move on. Um, a price comparison on all of those, um, Lister, and, Lister and Heinegger are very similar in price. The bay one is a bit cheaper. Um, it's um, yeah, just the just the country it's manufactured in, so it will be cheaper. But um, all the quality in those clippers are very good, so I can't I can't deny that they're not good, and they'll all come with warranties. So you know, if something happens, you can send them back to where you from where you bought them, and you'll get um, you'll get a warranty on them. So the advantages um, of using your battery operated clipper. So you can shear anywhere. Great for flies in the paddock and the field. So um, we're doing the battery ones now. Um, ideal for clean up jobs up and down the race. Um, dagging, um, yeah, just emergency jobs. Um, you can take it over to a neighbor's place and you can help him out, her out, um, or, and easy to carry in the, on the four-wheeler and the, the quad bike. Um, this one here pictured, oh hang on, Yeah, we're not onto the slideshow so there we are sorry about that yeah um so you can see in that one that's the battery one that hooks up uh, hooks up to your quad bike or your ute battery or your car battery um so you have to be close to your ute to, when you catch a sheep goat or alpaca to shear it um so that's the disadvantages that's the the advantages of that and we'll go to the disadvantage of the of your battery um so it's less powerful to cut through the wool um Battery runs out, obviously, and um, it can take a little bit longer uh, to shear a sheep if you're, um, if you're using a battery one compared to 240 volt, you've got continuous 240 volt power. So these are the mechanical hand pieces, and that's your overhead gear um, that you can see there. That's the Heinegger Evo, Lister Maker, Lister Nexus one. We've got a Lister handpiece, the green one on the left and a Heinegger one on the right. And I like, I've got, I run a Lister and a Heinege, a Lister and a Bayouin handpiece. Um, that's my Lister one. So Lister Outback, that one. And I like it, it runs very smoothly. Um, and uh, that's mine. You can see it's got a fair bit of wear on it. I'll just, um, so they come in all brands um, for farmers who have shearing sheds or small farmers who, who uh, want to learn how to shear their sheep and, and uh, get a better drive because they'll run at about 33 to 3,500 revs per minute, um, the overhead gear, and uh, they're they're a lot more durable. They're tough as nails, these things, all steel. Um, The power's coming from your your overhead down into your shaft, and uh, a lot more power in it, and um, yeah, you'll shear a lot more sheep in a day with this than you will with an electric clipper, but it will cost you more to set up. So your overhead gear might cost anything from 1200 to 2000 bucks and your handpiece might be anything from 500 to 900 dollars and then uh, yeah you've got down tubes and and to consider you can buy flexi tubes for these as well which a lot of small farmers do have it, a flexi tube is a lot more forgiving when you're shearing um, shearing with a mechanical handpiece so um, you don't have to be so rigid tied to your, you can shear in all sorts of positions. If you get out of position with a flexi-tube, it doesn't overly matter, you'll get extra reach and, um, and uh, it's probably a bit easier to use for somebody who's got a few sheep they want to shear of their own. But most professional shearers will shear around a rigid down tube with one of these hand pieces. So, go to the next slide. So here I've got um, uh, a little demo um, that I've got. I'll just talk through it. This is me doing a a, a shearing a a fly-blown sheep, and this is with a portable. That's my portable Thunderbird Clipper with the twelve-volt battery. It's a ten-point-eight-volt battery on the back, and uh, you can see I've been able to catch that sheep, that poor sheep, with the summer that we're having. Um, she got flies badly. Thankfully, we, we clicked all of our sheep at landmarking time. We only had two or three that got flies, so that we were very lucky. And uh, she's just getting treated there now. Um, here's another one. That one I was using first. One I was using my straight tooth comb uh, that was came with the Thunderbird, and it was a, it wasn't sharpened in the factory. So you're better off using your curling tooth combs and buying a brand named one. That's where I'm using a curling tooth comb on this one here and it's going in much better around the back end. I thought she was fly blind because she had a few dags and stains, but she wasn't, thankfully the click was working, and um, I got got the wool off her. And that's a nice clipper, just for doing that type of job out in the paddock. Um, There's nothing spectacular about it. It says it runs at 2800 revs per minute, but I don't believe it for a second, It, it doesn't run at that. It runs a lot slower than that. Um, but it's good to shear, good to clean up those few dags in your in your paddock, and this is a mechanical handpiece on a on a rigid shaft. This is me doing my shearing course when I'm showing people how to shear sheep, um, and you can see it's uh, it runs a well. You can't hear it here, but it's uh, it's a lot it runs a lot faster, thirty three hundred revs per minute from the overhead gear, and uh, it just cuts through the wool like like butter and it's a very nice handpiece to use, that one I've got there. Here's an here's a electric clipper. So we've just changed, we've taken the, 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 the long gut off, and we're just using an electric clipper here, so it's quite easy to, not quite easy, but you need to know, learn how to shear a sheep, but it's um, you can use an electric clipper as well. That's I think that's the Heinegger one I'm using in that one, it might be the Lister one, I think. So, Lister Fusion. Going over over the pizzle there on that weather. So that's a bit of a demo of them all. So, go back to here, and then we'll go here. Um, So Cass, you've sent me a question, thank you. Um, Standard handpiece, interested in battery-operated clippers for crutching and flies. Yeah, awesome. Um, so that's this This is the clipper here that I've been using this year. It's not as powerful as the Bayouin. The Bayouin, they do make a battery-operated um, hip one that you, that you stick your battery on the hip and you've got a, a curling cord that comes down from your hip um, that will um, uh, then go into the clipper. And they're, they're an awesome handpiece along with the handy piece. They're, they're the two best ones, but this is a battery clipper is sufficient for dagging. I wouldn't shear too many with this because it runs too slow. They say it runs at 2800 revs per minute. I don't believe it for a second. You'll need to buy your buy good combs and cutters, and we can if you don't know what good combs and cutters are, then um, certainly we can advise on that and um, let you know what a good brand at a good price would be rather than sort of paying top dollar if you're only, only gonna do a few a year, Cass. So um, I would be sort of looking at something like this um, but buying separate combs and cutters with it. Alternatively, I'll go back to the slideshow and show you um, the, other, the other battery ones. Um, so you can have a look at those um, and you'll sh- see what I mean. Um, so I'll just go back here for a second, there we are, and I'll go to the slideshow. So that the middle one is the Bayun one and they cost about twelve hundred dollars um, compared to this this one here, which is about five hundred, maybe five hundred and fifty dollars. So and the handy piece it'll cost you about I think it's around about fifteen hundred. So they're quite expensive for just doing a few. So this one here would probably if you've only got a few to do, that one might be really good cast. Um, all depends, but see how they've got the cord coming out of, um, uh, coming out onto the back end of the clipper? Um, then th- the battery just hangs onto your belt and you get a lot longer life out of that battery. You get a lot more power out of that clipper and I've got a demo on YouTube of using the Bayouin one and it's just awesome. I really do like that. So um, they're the different sorts of clippers and different price points um, that you can use so i shall go back here so guys that's the end of um the thirsty thursday and if you um so no more questions up there and uh if you uh yeah if you if you've got a, got your clippers you want to post them up um that'd be great uh, to see the type of clippers that you have or the type of clippers that you want if you've got any questions about clippers which ones might best suit your operation, uh, whether you've got a small hobby farm or a bigger farm, then I'm only too happy to answer those questions and um, and uh, talk you through uh, what type of clipper might best suit you for your price range, for the type of animals that you've got and um, all the rest. So, um, and yeah, just um, a, a side note before we go, we are creating a shearing course for hobby farmers and farm managers. And uh, farmers who don't know how to shear, or anyone who 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 doesn't know how to shear. Um, I've been shearing for 32 years, and uh, we're in the process of making that, and we're getting it. It's it's awesomely filmed. We're editing at the moment, uh, so stay tuned um, because a lot of this can help you guys out there. And um, I was very fortunate at 16; I had some great mentors right the way through my shearing career. And um, it was easy to pick things up when you're in the shearing industry full-time and you're, you're looking at your equipment and you're knowing what you're looking at. You're knowing, it, knowing the comb and cutter that you're using, the clipper that you're using. But if you're new to it or you only ever shear your own sheep or maybe your neighbour's sheep, you might be thinking, well, why is this getting hot? Why, not, why am I not getting a cut? Why won't my um, comb and cutter go through the wool? Well, the shearing course is going to explain all of that. It's The shearing course is not for professional shearers. The shearing course is for those who want to learn how to shear or those who have started shearing and are struggling with their shearing. So we've... Um, We've spent thousands of dollars on this. It's been a it's been a great fun adventure, and I've really enjoyed doing it, learning a lot about video video editing. And uh, I've got a few really good friends now who have helped me now um, create the video tutorial. And um, it's been it's been an awesome adventure. But we're getting there, and um, and look out for this space because the uh, the video tutorial is coming. And um, if you're interested in it, just uh, keep, keep looking out on the, on the Facebook private page and we will let you know when it's there. So guys, thank you very much for joining me on the Thirsty Thursday. And uh, enjoy your beer. I'm going to get stuck into this Pioneer Beer now, Cargo Gold. And um, thanks, Cass, for your questions. Anyone else with any questions, pop them in the, in the, in the questions um, on the private Facebook page and we'll get back in touch with you and answer those questions on shearing equipment. All right, guys. Enjoy your beer, and uh, good night. And we'll see you see you next Thurs see you next Thursday Thursday for comb and cutter reviews to make sure you're using the right comb and cutter on your uh, on your clipper for the type of animals you've got. Cheers and good night.